I'm Sarah Gross. And I'm Sarah True. And you're listening to If We Were Riding. So Sarah, before, no, wait, listeners, I'm going to address you first. Before the show, <laughs> Sarah is showing me on her phone. She's being shown ads on the World Wide Web for like what looks like it's a picture of a dog from behind with what looks like a diaper on, which what is definitely, it not even looks like, suspenders going over the top of it holding this diaper on and so I was laughing at Sarah because I don't know what she clicked on the internet to be the woman who's getting the doggy diaper ads but Sarah I don't know like where do we start what do you have to say for yourself I have to say so I was on the weather channel website the weather channel <laughs> And this is the Baba Bad is for Chewy.com and like the doggy diaper. And I don't, I was just, I was gobsmacked. I was trying to figure it out. Like, is it for an incontinent dog? Is it for a female dog that hasn't been spayed? If any of our listeners know why you would put <laughs> the diaper suspenders, please let us know. But uh, needless what? to say... I was a bit surprised. I understand why the diapers have suspenders, because how else do you keep diapers on a dog? Like, well, there's a little cutout for the tail. And then <laughs> right. it looks like it kind of cinches around the waist. Right. I just feel like that's the kind of thing that a dog would get off quite easily. Like, they need it strapped on somehow. This kind of makes sense to me a little bit. Not that I've thought this through ever before. <laughs> also, I'm a little concerned about the weather network actually yeah like as th- this is the level of advertising that th- that's that's happening like is the weather network about to die on us is that is this a sign uh, i i don't know how these things work so <laughs> what was i searching to be able to come up with all i can think of is i bought dog food the other day mm-hmm. but why would, would that i mean oh this might oh. be a leap it's- but <laughs> I Something was finding sensitive cool. stomach dog food. <laughs> oh, 100%. Oh, you just nailed it. And now we know what the doggy diapers are for. <laughs> I am not getting funny, Eddie. Oh, man. I have a feeling. So before before the, we, we record this podcast, just we would like to say to you, this is going to be an interesting one. We're both a little giddy. Mm-hmm. Our brains are a bit fried, more so than usual. Yeah. Uh, this may be a super sprint triathlon of a podcast, the shall we say. Sprint, the super sprint podcast in which we may or may not discuss doggy diapers the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, for realsies, coming up on the show, we are going to talk about the women, the Feisty Women's Performance Summit that launched today. Uh, we're going to talk about dressing for success and maybe some other animal stories or something else we think of after this. 
Hey, feisty folks, Jamila here, the Feisty Team Community Innovator. In June of 2020, we launched the Feisty Team to help you all stay feisty no matter what the year threw your way. Over the last six months, we've come together as a team to try and make the world a feistier place and connect with other like-minded friends in triathlon and endurance sports. We meet every month and bring in experts that can help us on the path to building feistiness in ourselves and others and create meaningful change in our sport and community. The monthly subscription is only $22 and you'll get monthly feisty huddles and webinars with expert guests, big sponsor discounts, swag and monthly prizes, challenges to stay motivated, a community of feisty like-minded friends. Plus, we are adding new initiatives all the time, like our new book club and virtual workouts. Go to feistyteam.com to join us and become a part of the feistiest team in endurance sports so we can crush 2021 together. That is feistyteam.com. All right, Sarah, so it is Tuesday, February 9th. Mm -hmm. Earlier today, you had a press conference. We had our first press conference. That's crazy. That I, yeah, it's, it's, I don't even, like, I, like, I'm not, I don't come from, I don't have, like, a background in media, right? So I've, I haven't organized real life press conferences, let alone virtual press conferences. Like, what is that? We just kind of made it up. Um, but yeah, we invited, uh, we invited a bunch of people from the press or, like, people like influencers sarah influential influential people uh in in triathlon and endurance sport to launch our feisty women's performance summit which is a virtual summit that's happening the end of march march 26th to 28th um and sarah people came that's awesome <laughs> yeah it was amazing we had so we had um joanne murphy who you and i had on the podcast a couple weeks ago she was our mc for the for the conference of course she for the sorry the press conference so she made that she made it really fun um then i had we had celine yeager who's the host of our hit play not pause podcast but has also been a journalist in women's health like forever so she knows her shit she knows what she's talking about we had katherine taylor on who's our summit organizer and we just kind of like it was kind of fun there was good banter uh people asked us questions we had a few like vip press people who were actually could come on the screen with us and ask questions you know nice. so that was fun so we're like it came up like so um this is all like our behind the scenes how it works but Lindsay, who's um kind of our i call her the coo she's like our operations person at, at live feisty like she's the one that makes shit work and so she knows how to make the platform work and so she'd write on the screen next co question coming up next from kelly o'mara from triathlete magazine and then yeah, and then kelly comes on the screen <laughs> and asks the question um and then we and then we talk about it you know all of us so pro kelly goes away i know and like not only so pro but also it worked like because we were taking a risk and doing something for the first time you know um it's a platform we've used before but not used all the functionality like that you know so um yeah well, it was really, really fun okay Thank so you. Can you give me the summary of what the performance summit is? Right. I'm sure so, our listeners will be interested too. I know a little yeah. bit, but tell me more. So I think, you know, I think we're like, we're in a funny time because like, it's kind of like cool to like jump in and be doing something for women right now, right? Like you probably noticed like everyone's having, like everyone's having like a women's panel and everyone's like, yeah, we support women or I, I coach women or, you know, 
whatever. It's kind of like the cool card to play right now. So we were feeling like, you know, it's kind of hard to discern between like who's actually done their homework, who actually knows what they're talking about and how do we know like as women um, what information we can trust, especially since like a lot of sports science is, we know a lot. We've talked about this before that like a lot of sports science is done on men. Like how do we even know at the research level like what works and what doesn't and and also like how do how do we know like so yeah anyway how do we know is the main <laughs> is the main question so that is what we are hoping like that's what we're going to answer so we are actively right now seeking out the experts in all of these spaces so we'll have like someone who's an expert in being active during your pregnancy and postpartum and menopause we've got we've got lots of menopause experts lined up we know those people um and then also like you know the stacy sims of the world and since stacy like stacy was a pioneer but after her there's been many people who have done phds in similar areas who have studies studied women's sports and women's performance you know and and we know some of them i just can't you know like people kept asking us who else like i can't say anything until someone's confirmed um but we definitely are looking at and who's and who's doing the work in nutrition science as well um that's important because like all the information it's not going to come from one person right it's it's going to change it's going to evolve as well so like what we learn this first year is probably not going to be the same stuff we learn in five years that's just evolution of knowledge that just happens um so yeah we're hoping to kind of like bring those things together for folks and just basically help people find a space where they can have good information um and it's does that make sense yeah it's for active women it's not any particular sport it's yeah, for sure. Yeah. What is, if, if, what is that noise, first of all? Sorry, that's my like Facebook Messenger. I normally close all these things. This oh. is like I normally close them all before we um before we start. You know what? I'm just gonna close Facebook right now. Sorry. Uh, it's sorry, just person creaky. who's messengering me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought your chair just needed a little loop there. Oh, I could have a chair noise too. Oh. This could just be like the background noise episode. <laughs> So, okay, let me ask you something then. If you were, if you were to come to our summit. Yes. um, What would you hope to learn? Oh, that's really hard. Uh, You know, right now I would probably want to learn about things that are more relevant to my experience. Um, You know, I'm, I'm not quite at, so I, I'm super interested in all the, uh, the, impact of hormones on training aspects. Um, like that's super interesting to me. Uh, learning about how to just maximize performance as a woman and like learning what good information is and sourcing. I think that's just having conversation about sourcing of information and that alone is massive. Mm. Yeah. A big one for me is around products. Mm. And which companies, like I, I actually really enjoy some of the sponsorship conversations I yeah. have and finding like which, because it's really easy to tell, right? Like which companies are actually doing research and development on like women specifically. Mm. And you can tell by what they're they're saying back to you, you know? Um, so like just like an example, like in working with Orca for all of last year, right? They're like, oh, we started doing research on women and we realized, wow, like women's, women have all different body types for the wetsuits, right? And so we need to make, we might need to make multiple different kinds of wetsuits if we're actually going to make women specific wetsuits. It's not about swim speed, 
necessarily uh as as it is in the men's suits you know they like like beginner intermediate and fast kind of <laughs> kind of right. like with the women's suits it might be more about body type than it is about um speed of swimming like absolute speed of swimming i was like yeah you guys are doing your homework like that's great you know um so there's definitely companies like that and i love talking to them and i love being able to like bring them in and partner with them too so i think that's part of it to like that not just like there's the information side in terms of finding the scientists who are doing the work or finding the people who know what they're talking about and then there's also finding the companies who we're willing to partner with who will be in the expo and you can feel good about spending your money there too no i i I think that's a really good point because it's it's even just having an open conversation about the things to look for. Mm-hmm. So, for example, a, a couple of weeks I had a deep briefing. Uh, so I'm, I'm sponsored by Specialized. They've been working on their TT saddle with me for um, the past couple of years. And I was very much, you know, like Princess and the P. And... So we were just talking through the development process because we finally last last March finally got to a point where I was super, super happy with it. Mm-hmm. And even just having a conversa- open conversation finally uh, about the things that I didn't like before and that I like now. Um, I and I'm you know me, I'm pretty open about these things. Yeah. I wasn't, they weren't giving me the language to talk about it. So I had to offer things up that honestly made me a little uncomfortable. So I, I wasn't being totally transparent with them. I was just saying, yeah, if you could bring down the nose a little bit here. And then finally, I, I, after we had this conversation, I'm like, this is ridiculous because I need to be able to tell them exactly what was happening, Mm -hmm. uh, before so that I can give them credit for making improvements. And it was, mm-hmm. it was like the, you know, I was getting too much contacts, the nerve endings, you know, like earmuffs for if you're going to think this is inappropriate, but like, it, you know, the clitoral region and like mm-hmm. being very, very specific about anatomy. And I had to send that in a follow-up email. I couldn't do it, you know, in our Zoom call because I just, I felt a little shy about it, but it's... yeah. If we can have conversations, you know, just normalizing this stuff where now they're like, oh, so that's, that's why you like the saddle more now before you were just talking about design, like, oh, can you take, you know, can you take it down a little bit here? Like, but if you're not talking about the, the real issues yeah, and doing it in an environment where like, it's, it's okay. Um, because the, you know, the, the saddle developer I was working with was a man and he's great he's super open but I still didn't feel comfortable mm-hmm. um but I think that's where where these sorts of conversations like having a summit where people are totally comfortable talking about this stuff and giving giving each other language for talking about products or talking about co- you know coaching or programs or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. like just you know it's part of normalizing it so we know we yeah. know how to communicate better yeah. I think that's a yeah. huge part of it. That's a really that's a really great point. And it's like probably, you know, you probably there's probably two things happening there, right? Like there's the there's a your, your saddle designer who's male who may not know how to address things. Right. Right, either. So you're both like you're just in a caught in a silence, <laughs> right? Um so you, I Or just yeah, or just using you. euphemisms. 
right. instead of talking about it directly where I'm like, yeah, there's a, it, it, before I'm like, it, it's just too much pressure there. I'm like, mm-hmm. here's what's actually happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's use specific anatomy. So you know exactly what it's hitting. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, yeah. it is, it is really interesting. Just these, the, it can't you it's not the shrink it and pink it like companies can't get away with that a hundred percent not and it's not all about like what i think here right now is it's not all about one factor so like with training we sort of tend to talk about hormones and cycles you know um but it's probably not only about hormones and cycles there'll be different there'll be other differences like when we're talking about saddles like we're talking about sitting on clits or not <laughs> like that's actually I'd say that's there's going to be other things with saddles of course but like totally. yeah. I'd say that's a really big that's that would be number one on mine on my saddle <laughs> list for sure um and then other things like you know there's yeah there's like other things we'll have will be like if you're doing bras right if you if your company makes bras or you have built-in bras in your race suits or like that's a whole different thing right so there's going to be like any number of different factors right and until you start answering the asking the right questions and like you said like having that open forum and conversation then you won't get any you won't get the right answers yeah no it 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 is gonna be interesting to see because i mean that that was what i had to one of the harder parts of saying listen right now i'm super happy with it but the challenge is you know the next woman is going to have a different pelvis like is it going to work with her? I don't know. I would like yeah. to think it does, but yeah. we're all so different. And it's, I think, you know, that's probably going to be the future of sport is that a lot of stuff is going to be very tailored to the individual. So, mm-hmm. you know, in the case of saddles, if you have um, like the 3D printer kind of that, oh yeah, that technology down the road, um, yeah. I know some companies are already going that direction. Yeah. But then you're talking like wetsuits. If you're doing a a wetsuit that's designed for that individual's body, that mm. becomes prohibitively expensive. So it's oh, it is really interesting. It is. Yeah, really, yeah. it is. I, I think you know what you're describing in terms of like it, it is the reason why a lot of companies or a lot of research hasn't been done because I think we recognize like if if women make up ten percent of your customers say like the saddle industry wetsuit industry I mean probably not with wetsuits now but you know back in the day um and then you're like oh god and then and then if we focus on them uh we focus on them saying we say women I put I've got quotation air quotes for people listening then then it's like then we need you know four different wetsuits for a percentage of our customers that only makes up 10 percent like Mm. it's I can see why companies are like oh no um but we're like we're we're reaching a tipping point on that right like more women are active more women are doing sport it's becoming more valuable and also like we're not letting people get away with it anymore we're asking the hard questions too and saying like look like you need to do this or we're supporting companies that do that support us Hmm. yeah I don't I don't know that it's necessarily I would imagine men have a hard time too, though, because not, yeah. you know, the saddles it, with the saddle thing, I suspect. Well, saddles, of course, but mm-hmm. wetsuits, I mean, mm-hmm. men carry weight different places. True. So you have two different men who might wear, you know, size large wetsuit. If they carry weight in different places, it's going to be a totally different experience. So it's, it's just, I think 
probably there's more variability with female bodies, but there's still a lot of variability within. Yeah. Actually, now that you bring it up, like maybe I'm just wrong. Like maybe I've just internalized this hmm. idea that, that women have more variability in their, yeah, well, in their athletic bodies or whatever. Like maybe that's just, maybe that's just not true. <laughs> well, there's, there's, I, I can't say like women have more, but I know there men have a lot too. That's mm. that's all my point is that yeah, this is this is a conversation that's probably beneficial for everyone is mm-hmm. to start thinking about how do we make products that like for example I know in in fashion that's a huge problem mm-hmm. uh, is that when they scale up for larger sizes like traditionally they have just taken whatever size and they just make it bigger. But the proportions are not correct, and it right. doesn't it doesn't sit well on the on individual human bodies. Yeah, and I I have to wonder if you're not if you're not like sample size for a wetsuit, how frustrating it must be because you can't just scale it up. Yeah, no, totally. Um... So if if anybody is listening has insight into this, I'm I'm really interested in the you know the the development process for. Like trying to make products that feel good for everybody, and if if you feel left out, like let us know because I don't think enough people get to share their experience about that. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know what else came up uh, during the press conference was this idea of like our, our social, like our, our social cultural environment, even within our own specific region or place, and how that affects our ability to perform and how that's different for every woman Hmm. you know interesting Um, yeah how we address that so I definitely have some ideas of folks who can address that really really well Um, but that's definitely it's definitely a thing like your starting point your access to sport as a child it your ability to get to a swimming pool like there's all kinds of factors social factors that actually like if we're going to talk about performance I think we have to talk about that too Hmm. um so that's another like that's another point that people ask. Actually, they were asking in relation to COVID as well, because um, with COVID, you have a situation where some people have been able to, you know, they're working from home, they're training more, they've kept their jobs, they don't have kids, they're in the, they're in the shape of their life, <laughs> you know, or they're in a position they don't have to work. So suddenly they're like, well, they're not allowed to socialize and do other things, so they're just training. Um, whereas like other people, you know, have lost their jobs. It's really hard are suddenly doing two jobs of taking or, you know, homeschooling kids, you homeschool. So your, your nieces and nephews, like, you know, you just like, it's like totally different situation. And some people won't be fit at all going into whenever races open up. So, um, finding a way, like you just said, like of creating an, an atmosphere where we can talk about these things openly and give people real structured and good advice based on where they're at. Mm. Um, that's the challenge. That's a challenge on my plate and our plate as organizers. So, Well, I'd imagine that's that's always a challenge to address things generally, but then also making it relevant to individuals. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's that's a hard part of any type of... yeah. And I'm, like I'm kind of conscious as like, you know, we're like, you know, I think we have a group of six white women between the ages of 28 and 52, you know, um, organizing the summit. So, you know, we better be pretty conscious about who we're bringing in as speakers, 
what conversations we think are important and how we decide that, you know, because if we're not conscious of it, we're going to decide only the things that are relevant to us. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's, there is like a, definitely a mindfulness needed around that when I'm aware of the fact that we come from, we pretty much all come from the same demographic. Yeah. So how, how are you going to, uh, kind of examine that bias? Good question. So what you do is you like, so the one good thing about having done this type of work for the last four years is that I have a lot of really good people I can ask. Right. So I can, you know, I can take when we start, we're working on programming starting on Thursday, you like fully focused on programming starting on Thursday. And uh, I'll be able to take things like along the way and go to folks that I trust and say, hey, what do you think about this? What's missing? Who would you like to hear speak? Do you know anyone who could speak to this particular topic if we're looking for someone? Um, We also, I, we, I got, um, did I talk about this last week? Myrna Valerio. Do you know who she is? The no. Myrnavator. If, if, if you don't know who she is, everybody look her up. She's the Myrnavator on Instagram. She's the first person I reached out to as a speaker because we wanted her. Um, so she speaks to all of the topics around um, being like, she's not what we consider like a normal athletic body. You know, she's an ultra runner and an African-American woman. Um, So she's like, she's been told multiple times in multiple ways, like that she doesn't belong. You know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, who I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, she's amazing. She's a great speaker. So someone someone told us that that she's a great speaker, which is um, which is what started me. And then I ended up watching all these YouTube videos and like, I want to hear from this woman. So um, that was one of my first moves really was to figure out like who's going to be able to set the stage for us for the whole weekend and talk nice. about like women's experience in sport and performance and the multiple different things that performance can mean. Mm. And her name came into the top of the pile. Um, so we were able to launch with her today as well. So nice. Now how, how are you going to, obviously the press conference is part of it, but how are you going to uh, spread the word? basically because you have what a month and a half essentially yeah <laughs> yeah a month and a half so we we're seeing this in the in the long term okay right? so um you know so we recognize there's only so much we can do in a month and a half and we're gonna um we're gonna keep you know we'll, we'll keep talking about it through all of our channels uh, we'll keep doing as much as we can to spread the word like having um different people from our team on podcasts or like getting talking to i've made a couple of media partnerships we'll keep getting the word out there through them um and what will happen this year will happen this year uh and then we'll keep building it we're, we're building a community as well so like when you when you sign up starting on um you can sign up starting now but on march starting on march 1st we're going to have a community group so that people can actually start talking ahead of time and we can start talking to the people who are coming and go like so it's like a real-time feedback thing so it's like hey you know, we can ask them what they want as well. We're doing like physical challenges and, you know, Zwift rides and other kinds of stuff during the weekend too. So there's that real, like, we're hoping to create that real community where folks can talk to each other too and the other people who are interested. So I think that'll be a good a good aspect um, of the whole experience. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I like it. Cool. Well, thanks for listening to me blab on about that. Um, okay, on our run list, you have Dress for Success. Oh, yeah. So uh, this week, I bought an outfit that's not... I don't. Okay, first of all, I just don't buy clothing. Um, I hear you. <laughs> I live in sweatpants and sweatshirts. Most of them are free. 
actually <laughs> the vast, vast majority, let's be honest. Um, but yesterday I bought an outfit, you know, a blouse and slacks. And because I have an interview on Saturday and I came, I came back. I, I just, I felt so fancy, you know, having this outfit. Fans like, why did you buy slacks? So you're going to be on Zoom. And I'm like, well, because I want to feel professional. You know, here I am. I'm about to do the first big girl interview I've done ever mm-hmm. <laughs> at my advanced age. You know, so just as backdrop, uh, this is for graduate school. And I'm super nervous because I think uh, there are about 90 of us um, interviewing for, I believe it's about 10 spots. Wow. So I better sharpen my elbows. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I know I know I'm going to look good because mm-hmm. I have a new outfit that's not sweatpants and sweatshirt. That's a thing. Like, well, I mean, the fact that you're upgrading from sweatpants and sweatshirts, but even just like a, a new bar. outfit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the bar is already low. But like a new outfit, can you make you feel good? Like, well, I, that's, I, that's what I felt like, too. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel more prepared. Mm-hmm. Even though I haven't done anything other than have an outfit, but I feel it's it's like you know like the Clark Kent effect, and I think, <laughs> but I also think we do we do this in sport too. So mm-hmm. I know there have been times where I have a race suit that I just don't like. It doesn't cut well. It's not flattering. I don't feel yeah. good in it, and you know you get the race done. It just doesn't feel the same as when. Like the, the races where I'm like, I'm excited about the suit. It's comfortable. Like I feel powerful in it. Mm-hmm. And it, it is amazing the psychological power that outfits can have. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay, can I just, sorry, can I just go back on one thing here? Did you say the slacks? Is, well, like, I don't know. I Do I, people say that? No. That's so... <laughs> But like, if I say pants, if we have any British listeners, they're going to be like, she bought new pants and she's going to do an interview in those. I'm like, I don't know, but they're fancy pants. So my grandma used to say slacks. I think she's the only other person I've heard say slacks. What would you, Bless how would her. you call them? Like they have I a don't zipper, know. Like, they have a zipper a- and a button. So they're not, I don't know. I might say dress pants. Okay, they're dress pants. But that's like, yeah, I still, yeah, I lived in the UK for a long time, so I still hear, I still hear like faint undertones of underwear when I say pants. What do they, what do they say there? Uh, trousers. Trousers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like trousers and slacks <laughs> are equally stuffy. <laughs> I think it's like is this a cultural moment like like you know it used to be like now jeans like because of COVID now jeans are dressed up and like now we don't even have language for the dress up kind of pants anymore it's just like the language itself is gone like we don't even know what to call them we're not gonna wear them (laughs) it's over for dress pants I have never lived in that world so it's all foreign to me (laughs) it's like based on movies and books like, what do you call those things that don't have a drawstring? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Sir, so I went to a similar thing. Like, I was trying to dress for success. 
I went to the Calvin Klein outlet store in Vancouver. Um, and I bought a couple pairs of dress pants. <laughs> of slacks. What I thought were slacks. But like they're, they have, um, they have lycra in them, you know? Oh, so comfy. I kind of like, I like them. Because I was like, oh yeah, exactly. I was like, comfy. They're well fitted. The problem is that every time I wear either of them, everybody just thinks I'm wearing like, leggings like the same as i wear like tights like what i wear running. Oh. so like like the actual people in my life cannot differentiate between like what i consider my dressiest pair of the pants but like what i wear to crossfit oh yeah that's that's so kind of bit of a um, fail slight fail there <laughs> slight fail. It, is there a button no <laughs> oh. see now that's that's how i determine whether or not they're fancy pants right. there's a button and a zipper that's Excellent. how you know. Okay. According that's to Sarah. Clue. If there if there are pockets, then watch out world. <laughs> okay. Next time I go to the Calvin Klein outlet, I will remember that I need to look for things with buttons and zippers. Yeah. Okay. Things things that you're like, ooh, that might wrinkle. Right. I feel like that's fancy too. That's fancy. Maybe not having lycra in it. I don't ooh. know. But lycra is comfortable. It's so comfortable though. And you probably don't have to iron it as much. Let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, if if listeners have thoughts about slacks, trousers, <laughs> and dress pants, buttons, and zippers, we would love to hear from you. Or your power suit, whatever that might be. Whatever that is. What makes you feel good? That's what I want to know. Okay, coming up after the break, we're going to talk about something that we haven't planned. If We Were Riding is a live feisty media production. Sarah and I are truly and grossly thankful for our sponsors, Noon Hydration, Form Swim, and Orca Sportswear. Join the conversation by following us on all the socials at If We Were Riding on Instagram and Facebook, or send me a voice memo to Sarah with no H at livefeisty.com. Also, leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help. Remember that time we were ranked like number 206 best sports podcast in the Czech Republic? Yeah, that was thanks to you. So leave us a review. We can't wait to ride with you next week. Hey, Sarah, have you seen those new form smart swim goggles? You know, the ones that have the display right on the goggle. So you can see like in real time how fast you're going and your heart rate and stuff. Yeah, I have seen them and I'm really interested because they just added a an open water feature, which is terrific because you can go from the pool to open water and still be able to have those same metrics as you swim. Yeah, I mean, knowing how fast you're going in open water in real time is um, totally amazing. So I think it's going to revolutionize swim training. Absolutely. And if they add like a, a loon detection device to it, I'm sold. Done. All right, Sarah, since we haven't planned this, oh no. you're just dying of laughter. Do you have something in mind? I don't know what you're about to say. Because we didn't plan it. Did you just pass the ball to me? Yeah. That is not fair. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Okay, so we didn't plan anything, but Sarah, we're going to do it at one of our long lost segments. Sarah and Sarah's favorite things. So, Sarah, my, my first question for you is, what is your favorite snack? 
Oh my goodness. I was going to ask you a food one too. You, you can. There's no rules. Okay. So this, I've been on this kick recently and it sounds super weird, but I'm very much into it. Rice cake with mustard, pickle, and cheddar cheese. Sarah, Sarah are you pregnant? <laughs> I've been eating it for months and it's super good. Okay, it's wait. really good. Okay, rice cake? Yeah, mustard. Mustard. Pickle. Pickle like a like a dill pickle or like pickle like, like slices. in a jar. Pickle slices. Okay. Slices. Yeah. And cheddar cheese. Sharp cheddar cheese. Sharp cheddar cheese. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you on the cheese and pickle. Like, yeah. Like my dad growing up would have like a cheese and pickle sandwich with sharp cheddar. Like it's I can it's feel yummy. That. Mm-hmm. Okay. The mustard's it, throwing me off a little, but like you've mm-hmm. got me halfway there. So I know. It 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 doesn't look right. I just I have been digging it. Yeah. It's super weird. That it's was a great weird. answer. Like what an what an interesting answer. <laughs> I mean, I did not expect that. I was expecting you to be like popcorn or something. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I just, just like I feel like we all learned something today about you oh, <laughs> not sure what that is but yeah that just for months I've this has been my shameful snack mm-hmm. and like so Ben doesn't eat dairy really and just turns his nose up at it and thinks rice cakes are stupid um but yeah I like it it's crunchy it's a little salty mm. I don't know <laughs> I'm with you I'm with you all except the mustard so I well, might try it's... I might try the cheese and pickle rice cake it, it ties it together, the mustard does. Right. Just, uh, yeah. I mean, it's not that weird. Like, it's not like it's pickles little... and peanut butter. That's true. It's got a lot of spice. Like, mm. between the mustard and the pickle, like, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of flavor in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. All right. Uh, favorite things. What is your, like, pump-up jam right now? Ooh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you know how we talked about this in a previous episode? You know, um, what is what is his name? I'm going to have to look up the name of that. Um, okay. But they changed. You know how I got a new car? Yes. Okay. And there's a song called Rockstar by a, ra- by a rapper called Da Baby. Yep. He's like a hip hop okay. artist. Yeah. Yep. And the beginning, it's like, I pull up. And, and like I pull up, and then I do this little dance. It's like a little TikTok dance. It's like I pull up, and then like nice. brand new Lamborghini, fuck a cop car. This one, <laughs> that's me, like pretending, like I'm swearing. But with, that's like, your pump to... up. Like you need to, you're about to have the press conference, and yeah. that's a song that gets you in the mood. Yeah, like, like I literally pull crush up, it. like as I'm pulling off the highway to go to CrossFit, I say to my car, "Play Rockstar." Like that's so awesome. that I'm like rolling up, like just like poof, poof, like. Mm-hmm. So I love it. I love it. That's real. <laughs> um. Okay. Good question. Okay. One more for you. Um. What time do you go to bed? Uh these <laughs> I days. I guess it's technically the question is, what's your favorite bedtime? But that's a weird question. Like nine thirty. Nine thirty. Super early. early. Right. I've been really into early bedtimes recently. I think because uh, I've been waking up early to have my own space. 
Because oh, yeah. I'm in a house with the dog and Ben and his training partner. Yeah. And they wake up at eight. But I get like two hours to myself. Oh, so, I, I appreciate that. I do that with my daughter too. Like I yeah. sometimes like I'm like, okay, it's okay if she goes to bed at 10 because then I get two hours in the morning, you know. So we're, we're like pushing up against your bedtime right now. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, I'll go get my rice cake snack and then right. <laughs> you'll be ready. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. Now to come up with one for you. All right. Uh, we're going to do another pop culture one. Uh, what What are you watching right now? Oh. Or are you watching this anything This is right random. Now? This is actually really random. I'm watching this Australian show called Offspring. Huh. Yeah. What's it about? It's about, like, it's essentially about a family. The main character is a... Um, what do you call baby doctor? My brain isn't working. Pediatrician? Um, yeah. No. Uh, the one who gives births the babies. OBGYN? <laughs> Thank you. Um, and, and um, yeah, and she's like this. Actually, at first I didn't like it. Like I watched it a whole, I don't know, five episodes that I didn't like because the main character's like, she's like neurotic. Like they've kind of mm. written her that way a little bit. And you can watch her like messing up her own life. And I'm like, I can't handle that. Um, but I love it like the family and the way that they um, they're like totally dysfunctional but they love each other so I've like got hooked on this random show that's got if we have Australian listeners they probably know this show it's got tons of it's probably a bit older because there's tons of um, seasons Um, anyway I am enjoying it now and there's it's a little bit edgy like it's definitely written by women from a women's perspective so it's a lot of like female perspective on dating sex um, those kind of things I think that's what kept me in was I was like huh interesting or like the way two two sisters talk to each other in very real terms about their sexual experiences and things like that that I don't see necessarily happening which oh, kept me nice kept me in the show mm-hmm. I like it mm-hmm. I don't I, know if I would I, recommend it per se yeah but I, I did like it <laughs> so I I've been watching the Mandalorian because um, mm. I'm you know a little geeky that way <laughs> but I confess the other day I'm like I think I have a little bit of a crush on the Mandalorian. And, like, the character never takes his helmet off. I'm like, there's something kind of sexy about him. And Ben just looks at me. He's like, you're so weird. Oh, I'm, I'm totally Googling for the image after this. I mean, it's a guy with, like, a helmet and just, but I don't know, just there's something about him maybe because he takes care of like the the baby yoda character i don't know but he also like totally kicks ass so it's the he's he's a complete person but you're yeah. attracted to his complete person is that what you're saying but th- i'm just <laughs> saying like there's something sexy about the mandalorian like whatever <laughs> i think this is an excellent place to end this quality podcast <laughs> things have gotten weird enough all right thanks for listening to another this is one of our weirder episodes Mm -hmm. of if we were riding hopefully next week we'll have been a bit more rested and actually know what we're going to talk about and maybe talk about triathlon too next week you never know that yeah that's crazy talk sarah (laughs) all right until next week thanks for listening None of you people can tell me to stop My town, my crown We know what it takes to be reaching the top We're reaching the top We're reaching the top We know what it takes to be reaching the top